Hello, welcome to Crystal Clear the Podcast. Welcome back if you are returning. I am here today to intro my guest appropriately. We have Jonathan Jones, a two times TEDx speaker, the best selling author of Process. And he is the host of Speak Your Success podcast. Jonathan Jones is a motivational speaker. He is amazing. I am so happy to have him on my show today. I am sure you're going to enjoy this show. All you have to do is stay tuned and listen. Thank you. Welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. How y'all doing? Hope y'all are doing okay because I came with gifts. Yes, I did. Yes, I have a guest today and I am considering him a gift. So thank me later after the episode in the comments. I'll appreciate it, but say hi, Jonathan. Hey, what's going on? Good people. Hello, Miss Clear. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. You, you know, I've, I've been following you for a while in the game and you know, been, been a big fan of your work. So here we are. Here we are. Well, I mean, of course, that's exciting to hear. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, that's where I can say I met you. Like, I mean, it sounds weird, but I met you in my comments. It, it's an honor just to, you know, I guess, get acquainted with you and what you're about and all the things you've accomplished thus far. I'm just like, wow, you know, wow. Okay. You know, you're, you're one of those people that kind of, you know, Made me what? How did he find me? How and what's going on? You kind of scared me. I have to be honest, and that's what happened. I am. <laughs> I'll tell y'all why. I'll tell y'all why. So y'all don't think I'm just making up stuff. So, um, for those of you who do not know who Jonathan Jones is, he is like a two-time TEDx speaker at this point, right? He's an author of a book. Like he, he. This is not like you know some, you know regular podcaster that I'm just inviting on my show because he in my comments no this is you know when you look into him your eyes get big you're like what huh who's this <laughs> <laughs> who is this who he's a mo- listen he's very motivational like I've listened to your show like I think early on I was probably listening to everything you dropped and I'm just like oh god like this is this is real deal, real deal. <laughs> for real for real like for real honestly uh, well 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 I'm I'm really humble. Um, I really am. And just like you said, yeah, we met in the comments. How, how did I find your, your podcast? I, I Googled great podcast and then yours popped right up. So, um, so, <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're in this journey together and, you know, I, I really love your message just in regards to you being vulnerable, you being transparent and you just sharing, you just telling it like it is just clear clear as day not even clear as mud clear as day so <laughs> I think that's where our synergy meets and uh-huh. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm excited to be here I'm really am. awesome 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 like I, you know what hopefully you know if that's true like that's like even that's too much for me you google great podcast and I can't, that's too much for me Jonathan if you listen to my show you know I can't handle that all right <laughs> cannot but let me tell people why i've brought you here today and tell you why i've brought you here today so mm-hmm. the reason um like i think that you just stood out as a commenter first of all is because you're one of those people who like called me a preacher now i feel like that you know that is one of those things i could tell when somebody has that background like i do i clearly have the background it's obvious but i can tell when 
people also have that background because they can pick up on it really quickly right Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. like i was like okay well here we are you know i can't hide it and like i was you don't know like you were one of tons of people who were coming to me like that and i was struggling with it i really was but like i'm i'm kind of over it at this point but it was at that time like it was <laughs> i was in some heavy turmoil with that with you know with that label so that's mm. just just to be honest or whatever wow. but um there so the reason why, why i've asked you to come is because i want you to uh speak to successfully owning what comes with your presence because I don't think everybody realized I definitely didn't completely realize everything that came with my presence. Right. Mm. And because of that, I struggled because people were seeing things that I didn't realize I was giving. Right. But I feel like you, when, you know, when you stepped out into your platform, I feel that you were well aware of everything that you brought. So I want you to speak to that. Did you know you, Mm. you, you uh owned your presence or do would you consider yourself as somebody owning your presence man that is a oprah type question is out it? the gate is good it? god <laughs> oh my goodness pull your foot up off the gas a little bit because nope. pull your foot up off the gas a <laughs> little bit my it. god okay <laughs> so uh <laughs> wow so so initially starting out i would say that i had an inkling of my presence because you know how uh, our, our parents are, you know, the, the people who are real pivotal in our lives, they always pour on heavy and they tell us things that they see in the future of us. And it might not even be the present version of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my parents were, were, were those individuals. They would challenge me literally to strive for the stars and reach for the moon. And I'm not just saying that just to say it, mm-hmm. but they did a great job of not only instilling certain things to give us confidence uh, in creating a level of, of hope. But at the same time, they put mentors and people like that in place. And, and just what you're saying about the presence, the, the first th- thought that comes to mind for me is uh, me right around like my first year of high school, like, mm-hmm. like me transitioning out of middle school and then first year of high school, because I was, I was always one of the taller kids at my school. Mm-hmm. And, and being one of the taller kids, I would begin to walk down with my Mm. back hunched over a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Because I I was trying to fit in with everybody else. I was trying to blend in a little bit better. And I wasn't at that point owning my presence of six foot two at that time. So just to go to your question, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to go deep or nothing like that, but that's, that's how it was for me just Mm -hmm. with my height. And, and not realizing that, Jonathan, it's a gift to be mm-hmm. six foot two. It's a gift to own all of your presence if you're five, five, or if you're six foot two. So, so having that mindset then, and my mom saw me one day, she was like, son, st- stand up straight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? She said, son, stand up straight. If not, you're going you're gonna to ultimately, you're going to hurt your back. Mm-hmm. And, and looking at that now and thinking about where we are now, that's why that when, every time I speak, I, I stand up straight. Every time I speak, I tell the straight truth. I tell it honest. I tell it raw. I tell it uncut because mm-hmm. ultimately I feel that that is a gift that I've been given with the ability to communicate and connect with people in a real way. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't want to stray from that because I wouldn't want to discredit the gift. Mm-hmm. Good. 
That's really, really good. You don't want to <laughs> discredit the gift. Now, goodness, you know, like a lot of us, and I'm mainly mm-hmm. me, <laughs> mainly <laughs> me. Um, I don't. I think for me, like I, I consider it a gift, but I also mm-hmm. want to humbly present it, right? And again, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't completely understand, or definitely didn't completely understand all of what people could possibly get from my presence you know I I don't like I for me like I'm just you know human in this world doing what I have to do if we you know cross paths we do that's fine that's great yeah that's that you know but Mm -hmm. like people were getting so much more from the interactions and it's for me it's kind of scary because like I feel like there's an obligation in that expectation from what they got from my presence you understand Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. not that i definitely don't want to discredit the gift but if i guess i had the choice in the matter like maybe i would dial it back so that it wouldn't it it wouldn't get all the attention you know like i don't know i don't know how to feel (laughs) i'm this is me being honest like sometimes it doesn't it like i under i really can relate to trying to shrink yourself because you were tall and you're trying to like blend in like sometimes blending in is like all you want you know sometimes it's all you want so you just don't want to stick out and then it makes me think about like the leaders you know like sometimes if you're the leader like you're the you know you're the one with the target on your back right like oh true you know so it's kind of scary yeah so so i have a few things to say to what you said so Mm -hmm. the first one would be to whom much is given, much is required, mm-hmm. right? And, and and I mean, I would always hear that. And then I would think, well, you know, I would always instantly think of the people who are deemed as the quote unquote leader, right? Mm-hmm. And typically when we think of leader, we think of somebody position of power. We think mm-hmm. of somebody CEO. We think of somebody who has a lot of people under them. Mm-hmm. But but as I was, I was preparing, so I'm doing a presentation tomorrow uh, mm-hmm. at, at, at for TCU, and, and the title of the presentation is you don't need a title to be a leader. Wow. So the, the craziest thing is, is, is this right here, Crystal. We're all leaders. Yeah. Like we're, we're all leader. If you're a leader of one, if you're a leader of none, ultimately we all are tasked and we all are equipped with mm-hmm. certain tools to lead in a certain way. Right. But at the same time, you can wish that you know, if I had it my way, then I'd dial it back. But then at the same time, by you dialing it back, who's going to suffer because Crystal isn't doing what she was called to do? Ooh, okay. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right. You know, and um, that's what I know, right? I know who mm-hmm, who is mm-hmm. going to suffer. And um this is what we're going to get there um who is going to suffer and why it's important you know to just own your gift and what your presence bring and i guess that's a a good reason to kind of get like just i guess get to know yourself a little bit better like when i started podcasting i knew crystal right right i knew Mm -hmm. i knew my plan for the podcast i had no clue of you know the response the feedback right no clue of that like 
a part of me was really happy talking to the four bots, you know, SoundCloud gave you. And, you know, I was good on that. I was good. You know, I was yeah. like, we, I'm going to talk yeah. to y'all and we're going to be good. And I'm going to pretend y'all can email me and ask me <laughs> questions, all this stuff. I'm just going to do this and we're going to be fine. And then more happened. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, y'all know I'm telling y'all everything, right? A lot, if not everything, like darn near. Y'all get that, right? Like, oh, like, should I be? Or, mm. what? You know, like questioning my approach, you know, and kind of, yeah. you know, digging, you know, digging in my heels and understanding I needed to because that's what the plan was, but kind of being uncomfortable with that idea. So yeah, I get it. I hear you loud and clear. You got to be, you know, you got to own that gift because when you say when you're a leader, there's people under you and you definitely don't want to fall and injure others. So yeah, that's mm, a real Wow, thing. you just said something. You just <laughs> said, yeah, you just said something there. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. I, and I just got the vision of somebody at the top, like mm-hmm. at the top of like a mountain with people under them and them falling and it's a, it's a trickle effect. Mm-hmm. Wow. And My I think God. that's a part of the fear that you falling mm. yeah i think i i think that's a part of it like hurting others because you couldn't maintain so let's keep going so <clears throat> one of my first questions that i have for you what would you say are the top five reasons you are where you are today wow <laughs> so uh the the the, the top reason since I'm a man of faith, then, mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would definitely say faith has been really pivotal in my life and, and, and ju- just, just my relationship with, with God, mm-hmm. God and the, the Holy Trinity. I just want to be clear, mm-hmm. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus in that. So, so faith, faith being, being number one, um, the, the second piece I, I would say would definitely be family, mm-hmm. right? So, so I, I grew up with my father and my mother both had their own businesses at, some point in time in their lives mm-hmm. being around two entrepreneurial minded people at one point in time mm-hmm. in my life it, it just cultivated a different type of mindset yes yeah so father so family god uh my my circle and i, and I know it's typically called circle of influence mm-hmm. but i like to I, I like to call it the four corners right because mm. i know four corners is on a table, four legs are on a chair and you know, there's four corners on a house, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and my four corners would be a guy named Buzo. He was a, he was a fellow teammate in, in my life. And Crystal, I used to be, I used to be like negative, negative. Like I'm talking big negative, like wow. terrible, like cussing, like a sailor. Uh, I'm talking about, we played on the basketball team and I complained about getting a free meal. And oh. Buzo, Buzo would call me some choice where he'd say, boy, you acting like a little, mm. Mm. and I was like, whoa. So Buzo is one of those four corners, right? Right. <laughs> um, my best man at my wedding, his name's Mahari. He's one of those four corners because he's the, he, he's, he's the dreamer. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just thinks big, like ridiculous New York Fashion Week type big. You need that. Mm-hmm. You got to have that. The other corner would be my wife. Mm. She, she she's the accountability piece and she's the she's the logistical piece the one that she's like john i hear what you're saying you going to the moon now <laughs> now let's put that in an equation and what does that look like mm-hmm. right so that's her and then the, then the last corner i'm actually going to eliminate and i'm just going to make it just to just 
just a triangle because I was the last corner, but mm-hmm. I was kind of like that bum. I was like that bum leg on, <laughs> on, on the table, on the desk. Uh, yeah, I know. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. you gotta, you, you know, you know fold about. up some paper towel and kind of give it some leverage so it doesn't wobble as much. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you know, grab one of them books off the shelf that mm-hmm. that you said you was gonna read, but you didn't, and put that up under there. So yeah, um, so God, family, the four corner. I feel like the four corners could be all of them, like, cause I don't wanna. Well, okay, 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 okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Okay, let me just be clear. So anybody else out there, you said five things. So uh-huh. I would say those. The fourth one would be my perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and my perspective has been shifted by what number five is going to be, which is personal development, which mm-hmm. would be in parentheses. It would be books. It would be podcasts. It would be interviews. Great answer. Great. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Good job. So, and I'm glad you answered it the way you did because that's my next question. Because I understand you are a fairly newlywed. You know, like I'm not. You're not mm-hmm. brand new, new, but you know, new enough, right? I think y'all mm-hmm. are around almost your first year, just about. Almost, yeah. Almost. Yeah. You've been counting right. You've been I, counting I, right. I, now. I, I pay attention. Like I, I pay attention. Like it's really crazy what I, you know, what you know, scrolling through Instagram will get you. You know, mm-hmm. like I can. Like this is funny. <laughs> like even in like day to day life before you know, everybody's stuck at home. Like you could tell like when a coworker was pregnant or whatever. And just because I've had a child, I can pretty much tell like where people's stages are. And so once you ask mm. me, or once you tell me like how many months you are, next time I see you, whether it's four months, six months down the line, I could tell you where you at. Oh, you just, you know, okay. You, you, this, you, this many, right. Oh, you had a baby. She about three months. Right. And it's weird how my, <laughs> my brain does that, but I'd be right. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing this. It's just, you just, you kind of keep time without trying mm. right so that's it's, it's, what's it's a gift it's a gift a gift okay <laughs> a gift <laughs> all right so this next question is what has marriage taught you wow oh man <laughs> what has marriage taught me marriage has taught me the first one is that i am selfish crystal i am selfish oh wow yeah marriage has taught me how selfish i am it's taught me how selfish i am Mm -hmm. and it's taught me how selfless my wife is Mm. yeah yeah um and i'm just gonna give a real example so now since we're in the quarantine Mm -hmm. before but before you know she'll she'll go off to work and i'll be at the house i work from home Mm -hmm. and you know before i'd get up in the morning because i got up a little bit earlier and then you know i go in there i scramble up like some breakfast burritos or something and I'd fix her lunch and then she would go off to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did this. This was this was the normal. Uh, and then when we got in quarantine, then things just kind of shifted. Mm-hmm. Right. Then it was she would wake up later than me. So then she would fix breakfast and then she would do lunch. And then I would realize the times that I would go down to make lunch for her. I would have a little attitude about it. And I'm like, well, I got to make lunch. <laughs> Knowing that she made breakfast earlier that morning. Mm-hmm. And the biggest reason I had the attitude was because I was just focused on me getting more work done. I was just mm-hmm. focused on, well, I'm locked in. Yeah. And so I've learned that, that that would be, that would be the first one. And, and, and the second one would be how big of how, how marriage ultimately, and I heard somebody else say this, I heard my guy, David Shans in Atlanta say this. Uh, he said, 
marriage can be the best form of personal development if you allow it to be. Mm-hmm. Very true. So I'm 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 getting a close up look at my shortcomings. I'm getting mm-hmm. a close up look at at my reflection based on just how I respond to things, how I react to things, and I'm 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 really seeing where my core values lie in, mm-hmm. in marriage. So right. th- those those are some of the biggest ones that I've learned, and I've also had to learn, and I'm still a work in progress on this one, but learning how to let things go. Crystal, I struggle. Oh, I, I, I don't struggle know. sometimes. You know, I think it's a man, a men's thing. I'm not sure. I'm not certain. I just think women. So um, just going to counseling and reading several books about relationships, mm-hmm. you know, the way they say women are spaghetti and men are like compartments or something like that. Like women, like we can intertwine everything, right? Mm-hmm, so it's all mm-hmm. connected. Men, they kind of need things to be separated somehow, some way, right? So it's not touching. It just, it's just not the same for women. And so because we are all connected in our thought process, we can, we can handle anything you give us because it trickles down to something else and we can make it work, right? Mm. And on the other hand, it's like out of the way, <laughs> you know? out of the way like why am I how can I what is this you know like you have you know put a wrench in the system like you you threw me off like that's how men work because everything's compartmentalized and it's not as easy to you know go into another compartment as it is for me to do something because all of my noodles are connected you understand so that's Uh kind of what I gather with men that's kind of accurate that's kind (laughs) of that's kind of accurate is is, is what what I'll say to that because I mean, I like I, I can't make it make sense j- just in regards to just how mm-hmm. why why men typically, you know, hold on to stuff longer. And, and I think it might be like the power dynamic. Right. Because Maybe, yeah. typically we're we're not the ones that are on the quote unquote winning side of an argument. So when we win, we want to hold on to it because mm-hmm. there's power associated with the winning. If I had mm-hmm. to assume that's what I'm saying based on my experience. Yes. And as I'm as I'm having this open therapy session. Uh, with you right now (laughs) (laughs) that's funny well I mean yeah I mean and everybody's dynamic is different right like Mm -hmm. everyone's is like you know for me like I have taught myself long ago that I wasn't interested in being right before I even got married I wasn't interested in being right I just wanted a resolution right so Mm. for me that's what I learned and so when I meet my husband is perfect that I already had that, you know, grounded within mm. me because good mm. God, the power struggle we would have. You know? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah you know. You, I mean, you you, yeah. you were wise beyond your years, like they say. You were wise beyond your years. Had to be, right? Because, you know, the power struggle and it's just like, you don't even realize sometimes that you're struggling for this power, but it, it is good that, you know, women just tend to be more understanding. So like, even if we're mm. mad, even if we both storm away mad, or yeah. whatever we we I feel like when when you're invested in your relationship you tend to already be in like that coping phase where you're trying to make sense of it all to get back right women wow. now I don't know I don't know how you know men do it I'm not gonna say they're not doing the same thing because I know they have to be it just may look different mm, that, <laughs> you know? that I'm, I'm, I'm gonna agree with that it it, it 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 looks different I will agree with that and you mm-hmm. said you said a lot and I agree with it. I agree with it all. I have no debate there. Mm-mm. I'm well, not going to touch it. <laughs> awesome. All right. And so to connect to the marriage question, how do you feel like um, your marriage has impacted your your overall message? 
Mm, wow. Um, it's, it's, it's a different level of accountability, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, it's one thing when you're dating a person and you all either aren't, well, for us, we weren't living together when we were dating. Mm-hmm. So she would see me when I would say, I'm about to go do a podcast, or she would see me when I spoke at speaking engagements. And of course she hears what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's that other period of time where she doesn't see me, I go home and I could then do whatever I do, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's to the space to where you see me prepare for the engagement and you see me give the engagement, but the other 18 hours of the day that I'm not speaking or anything else, you see also the little things that I'm not doing that mm-hmm. I either say I'm doing or you see the things that I'm doing and I'm following through. So ultimately, I think it's impacted the message by a heightened sense of accountability. Mm. Um, but, but also, in addition to that, she, it, it's also helped my message by way of seeing how my wife really does strengthen me. Like she, mm. she really does, because there's some things that she takes care of that I won't even have to worry about. Or there's some things that She's like, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll do this so you don't have to worry about this or, you know, I'll take care of this and knock this out the way. So, you know, it, 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 it's, she definitely helps me in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. And Crystal, she even helped your boy get, get my credit a little bit right. Well, you know, hey, that's good. That is amazing. Shout out to hey. the wife. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Gabby Jones, she holding down the fort for sure. For, and, and then on top of that, she's, you know, she, she, she has that designing touch too. Mm-hmm. So, so, so she's added some feng shui up in the place as well. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. Women just do what they do. You know, that's how it happens. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Um, all right. So off topic, on to the next. How do you deal with rejection or the word no? Who, who are we talking about rejection from? I'm saying in general for you, because like you're in the speaking lane Say, for instance, you're interested in a project or, you know, speaking for a certain, you know, company or, and they don't take your, I don't know how it works. I'm assuming like you you propose what you would like to do and they say, yeah or nay. I don't know how it uh-huh. works. Maybe you can tell me how that works. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm not, I haven't arrived just yet to the point to where, <laughs> you know, people know me when I arrive, when I walk mm-hmm. to the door and, mm-hmm. you know, wind blows and all that good stuff. Um, so I, I'm still at the stage to where I'm doing the reaching out, right? right. For the most part, I'm reaching mm-hmm. out. And, and that's typically what it looks like. Like I reach out and then I get to know about the company and get to see what problem that I can help be a solution for ultimately, right? Mm-hmm. So with reaching out, by way of email, by way of telephone, by way of social media, whichever way, because we're having to get really creative with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people just don't respond. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like, and, and, and I mean, we can consider that a no. Uh, mm-hmm. at, at the same time, uh, people will say, yeah, let's talk about that. And then also not respond when I send them the opportunity to like to let's book a book a call on the calendar or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, and I know that can be adversity for a lot mm-hmm. of people. And, and, you know, we can apply that to whatever industry, wherever you work, or even if somebody is just trying to go out and get a date right now. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, how do I handle no? I approach no with the mindset of one thing, is a, a no means, a no doesn't necessarily mean no, but no means not right now. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I'll approach you with that. Or I'll also just approach it with the delay does not mean denied. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's for when I reach out and I just haven't heard back from somebody and, and I'm waiting and I'm looking. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I still keep that in, in, in the forefront of my mind. But at the same time, I don't allow that to hold me up. Like, I'm like, oh, I reached out to this person at, would you say, at TCU, because I'm speaking of tomorrow. Let's say mm-hmm. I reached out to TCU. Oh, pr- prime example, actually. So I reached out and the guy told me two years ago, Jonathan, ah, well, you know, we decided to go in a different direction. And I was like, oh, okay, not a problem. Mm-hmm. But, but then I just found a way to continue to nurture the relationship. Mm-hmm. I would still reach out to him every once in a while, just check in. And then what I did was, after the fact of getting getting to him, then I was like, well, who else works in the department? Mm-hmm. Then I started ultimately creating allies. And then that's why I have the opportunity that I have tomorrow because he said, well, Jonathan, you know, we're looking for a speaker. And then a couple of people in the office said your name. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately for anybody out there, wherever you at, whatever you're doing, whatever you aspire to be, if somebody tells you no, then get creative and create another solution, create another way. Because when you go to a house, the front door ain't, ain't the only way to get in. Even if we're talking about apartments, mm. you know what I'm saying? The front door ain't the only way to get in. There's that windows. It's good. And there's patios. Like we just have to figure out how can we get in the house? That, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the thing. If, you, if you're good enough at your craft, you just have to get in the house. And then you let your craft do what it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and get you that formal invite, you know? I'm in here yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll invite yeah. me next time. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I like that. Definitely. All right. Next question. Self-care versus selfishness. Uh, huh. How does it look? Because I, you know, um, you know me. Uh, so, you know, for me, <laughs> the reason I was, I am big, was big, um, considered important is because self-care is what I was after. But selfishness is what it was labeled. So mm. I had to adopt, be okay, accept what people deemed it as. Like if they think it's selfish, that's fine because I need to take care of myself right now. So I had mm. to accept that's the way it looked to other people. So I called it that. Yeah. Okay, I'm selfish. Let's just be selfish. Fine with me mm. because I need my mm. time. You know, I need it. I need to take care of me. I need to, you know, think about me, consider myself because I know for a period of time, I did not. I, I didn't feel valid or valuable unless I was doing something for somebody else. And mm. so I had to get out of that, you know, because life served me uh, a plate of, okay, we will leave you out if you let us. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> I had to learn, I had to learn how to take care of me. And I understood, and I was gaining the feedback and hearing how the people closest to me felt about it. And mm-hmm. a part, I feel like everybody has to accept how the outsiders feel, you know, when mm. it's internal work that's necessary, you got to accept it. It might, you, you might understand that they're mad and they're looking at it as something negative and you kind of have to accept it and make sure you're taking care of yourself. So you can actually, you know, have something available to say, no, see, look at, look at what I have now, you know, mm. you know, yeah. so I think that's important. So I, I want to hear your take on it. Selfish, yeah. uh, self-care versus selfishness. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually going to challenge what you just said. I'm, I'm going to challenge it. I'm going to challenge it, Chris. Okay. So, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to challenge it by, by saying this, and, and I think this applies to a lot of other things and not just self-care, mm-hmm. but so often we, we criticize what we don't understand. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I say that because for you, you were doing what you needed to do to recharge. Mm-hmm. Everybody else around you who might not understand that, mm-hmm. they were just saying what they thought it was. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the only thing that needed to happen was just that there, there was just a gap of a gap of insight or a gap of of information between the two spaces. Mm-hmm. Because if 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 you're if you don't get your self care, then you won't be able to be the best crystal for you mm-hmm. or any of those people who said those things. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that was missing, I feel, was just the 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 enlightenment. So like letting somebody know that. No, I'm, I'm not actually being selfish. I just need a certain amount of time to be to myself so I can recharge. Mm-hmm. So that therefore, when I go out and be with you all, then I can be my full self. So um, so ultimately, I think that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just on one of those things to where, you know, you just taking up your whole day <laughs> and, you know, you're not giving no time to, to your partner. You're not giving no time to your little one. That then that's just selfish, right? If you if you just applying all the resources for how you can benefit, then yeah, that's selfish. But if you're taking an hour out of a 24 hour day, mm-hmm. knowing that you're spending 12 and 16 hours with your significant other and with mm-hmm. your little one, that's not selfish. Even if you take a couple of hours or even if you, know, you go to a spa, have a spa day, mm-hmm. but you just communicate to your significant other, hey, Hey, babe, I need I need this time so I can just, you know, unwind. I need this time so I can just relax a little bit and I'm going to be back at this time. But Mm -hmm. just let me have, you know, just let me have this time. So, you know, when when that level of communication takes place, Mm -hmm. I I think that's when things begin to shift, because being honest, our people our our, our black and our brown brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I would say that we struggle with self-care because there's an increase in in the mental health in, in regards to uh, just with with depression, mm-hmm. uh, with 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 bipolar, with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And and yes, some of these things can't be solved by us having some self-care, but a lot of them can be alleviated mm-hmm. to a to a certain extent if if we understand that, hey, John can't sit at the computer and work all day. John sometimes in the middle of the day will turn on Netflix and watch Last Chance You and watch a couple of episodes because I need to take that break. Right. And I really love Last Chance You. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And what I can speak to is like, you know, I feel like I had, you know, once I had prioritized myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, penciled myself in my own yeah, life yeah, yeah. or whatever, I felt like things had balanced out. And then here comes COVID. And you're just like, okay, you know, I re- mm. I remember the complaints I had driving through traffic to get to and fro from work, uh-huh. but I kind of wish I had that, you know, that escape in between, you know, from work, the drive home and then home, because it's like, now I get off the computer and my child's like, uh-huh, it's five o'clock. Uh, what are we about to do next? And I'm like, uh, nothing. Cause I need mm. to like reset. I need to kind of uh, like reset before I deal with you. But you know, now she's at home too. So I don't get to stop dealing with her. Like I deal with her all day. And so you kind of have to get creative right now during mm-hmm. COVID to where you're just like, okay, we have 
some periods of time where there is just no talking. <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't talk. And if you're going to be right here next to me, because I know you love me, you can't say nothing. <laughs> you know, and you, it's kind of like a oh, game God. with the kids. Like, no talking. This is no talking That's so game. funny. <laughs> you know, we can't talk right now. No talking. And you know that <laughs> we got to do that. So I can kind of, you know, get my space in its limited amount of time. Right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the husband travels. And so, like, right now, it's like, oh my god like if I had never made time for myself previously right now I would be like the the, the end all you mm-hmm. know you I would be in trouble you know mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. like so intense like you don't get your you know usual breaks that you would have you know like that traffic mm-hmm. that traffic was like basically an escape you know to kind of shut work down and you know get the home brain you know like it was it was mm-hmm. what it was mm-hmm. and now you don't have it and it's kind of a huge adjustment that you kind of have to do you know while actually doing it like you kind of have to adjust while dealing with the kids and the husband true and stuff story like that. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's new and um i just wanted to speak to it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah next question and we're almost done so your version of yourself and versus how people see you now it may not be different for you but I feel like everyone has, like, you ha- you know you. And I feel like you should know you better than most. But there, there's probably some people out there that pick up on you and they can probably call your bluff if necessary. So your version of you versus how people see you. Oh, wow. Um, so my version of me, I would consider myself successful to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, because still, I'm still striving for, for so much more mm-hmm. on the other side. I think people may see me as successful, um, because of, a, of a few things I, I've accomplished mm-hmm. my, my version of, of self, um, I could be a little bit less selfish in my marriage, mm-hmm. the outside version of what people may see, mm-hmm. look at them. They look so happily married because we, uh, we, so we have a, Instagram that we have is called Together We Jones, and we share a little bit of our our, our journey together. Um, there, that's shameless cute. plug, yeah, shameless <laughs> plug. Um, so uh, I I I think that's there. Um, and then the, the other part, I, I think people feel or just assume that I wake up just on ten, and I I, I wake up like Superman. I'm just ready to rock and ready to roll every day, but. Um, my version of myself is, you know, I, I wake up in the morning just like everybody else, but uh, but before I do anything, I, I have to come upstairs and I, I sit in the room quiet and I, I play my praise and worship. I got a playlist called Gospel Groove mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube. <laughs> so I play that and then do my <laughs> devotion. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, so I would, I would think that that would be like the best way to just parallel between mm-hmm. what people see and, and who I am. Because I mean, I, f- I also feel that I'm I sometimes feel that I can be uh, ambivert or ambivert, which is like in between, you know, mm-hmm. between introvert and extrovert. But yes. at the same time, I still like to just be by myself at times mm-hmm. and just watch Last Chance You. By <laughs> I, need to, I need to look at this Last Chance You. Oh, you ain't seen it? It's came up twice already. I haven't. I, I, I don't think I've ever. I don't even think I've seen the advertisement of it. So I'm gonna have to look oh, for it. Oh man. Yeah. La- last chance you, last chance you is some good stuff. Um, so there, there's like five seasons and mm-hmm. it's it, like, it's, it's about football players and this is like their last chance 
so they they get bumped down from like the major universities and they're at like these schools in these small towns. But uh, I'm really excited about Last Chance You because I actually actually connected with some of the guys. Oh, okay. Uh, on I'm a podcast, so yeah, cool. it's, it's it's pretty cool though. Last Chance You is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'll have to check it out. And so, uh, to you know, add to your uh, you saying ambivert? What did you call it? Like you kind of kind of extroverted sure and introverted. It is. Yeah. So for me, I like yeah, to say yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> I like to say um, I'm a I'm an um, introvert with extrovert qualities because uh. like I can I I absolutely positively can uh, work a room and be extroverted, but me to my core is like I I, I love like me time you know i i love the quiet time mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. like you know if, if people wouldn't be weirded out by it i would love to just be around people and just look and say nothing like, <laughs> like I don't oh yeah you're gonna wear you 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 hey that that that, that is a little on the weird side Cause, and, 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 and i'm saying that and, and i'm saying that based on me being because people probably because if i go to a networking event i have to challenge myself mm-hmm. to work the room i like mm-hmm. i will sit next to the one person i know if me and you were at an event i would sit there right by you we would talk and then I would just stay there and I would drag <laughs> out the conversation until the conversation is dead and try to revive it. Like I'm, I'm the worst at networking events. I really yeah. am. Yeah. I mean, and I get it. I absolutely get it. And like, I wouldn't go to them unless I had pumped myself up. Like I would prep, like I would know about it in advance and I would mentally prepare myself for the day that mm-hmm. I had to be an extrovert and, you know, uh, <laughs> conversate and talk to people and and you know be social like I would prepare myself because it would drain me I promise you after that I would go home and not talk uh to anybody outside of my family for like three weeks because it would just be too much I would be drained okay listen it's a real thing I I cannot stress it it. so listen I'm just it's just real so I get it completely like crystal to the core like I am quite like if I know I, I don't have it in me to be you know social I'm not coming to the event you know because I can't I can't just turn it on like I wish I could that's why I would like I would love mm. to just sit around people and say nothing and they'd be like they'd not be weirded out because like I feel like there's a lot of awkward in here you know in me and <laughs> I just I don't always know what to say like some something that's fair that's fair. some things I don't feel like having a, a necessary response like I, I I wish people could hear the things that they say to people like initially <laughs> you, you oh like, god do you really want wow. me to respond because I don't know I don't think I should you know like it's not okay <laughs> and then you, you got to say something to that awkwardness and now you're awkward too so mm. it just, you know? <laughs> wow cycle of awkward mm-hmm. yeah yep. so that's what that's what I'm on sometimes I'm just like can we just not do we have to? Oh God, that's so funny. <laughs> All right. Uh almost to the last question, but not quite. Are you a <sighs> are you a preacher? Am I a preacher? D- define preacher. So this question is kind of those one of those questions to where you might not define it as such today, but do you feel like it's there for later? Mm, wow. Um since I since I grew up and my, my dad was a, a, a evangelist, mm-hmm. what well, is an evangelist, and you know just growing up in the church and people see me speak, so they like they put that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't necessarily I, I don't know I don't know what lies in the future. I really don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I have realized more and more here lately than before, my faith tends to come out because when like when I go and I start talking about 
my, my podcast and I start talking about just the, the tagline mm -hmm. and I say, speak your success. And then of course I go, you know, to, to the Bible and we talk about the power of life and death being, being in your tongue mm -hmm. and then believing in your greatness is the second part. And that's what the, the book of John is about. My dad always talks about that, but belief, if we mm -hmm. have a level of faith, then we have to believe in what we cannot see. And then the last part, create the life and business of your dreams. If we believe that God is our creator and we're created, then therefore we should have a level of creation as well. We're, so there's God, the creator, we're his creation. So then we're called to create. So, I mean, I'm just going to leave it there with that, Chris. That's all I'm going to say. That's good enough. That is good. <laughs> you have done well. See, it's clear that you're a speaker and you do this for a living. Like, it, it's not it's it's not hard to tell, okay? Like, you, you're you on this. You do this. This is what you do. You're good. You are so good. Don't uh -huh. worry well, at I, all. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And so, with the final question, I did really get in my Oprah bag. So, mm -hmm. pat yourself. Pat yourself. It's not that hard. It's really simple. But it's just it's just something for the show. What are you clear about today? Uh, wow. What am I clear about today? Mm -hmm. Today, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm clear about my opinions. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I say that because now more than ever before, I will say certain things and I'll stand behind it. Like I was telling my dad the other day, I said, dad, you know, before I used to worry about you know, the right way to say this or put the comma here, put the comma there. Crystal, sometimes I just, I just don't be caring. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't care no more. Like I'm not writing a paper to get no degree. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. I don't want to do. Right. That's, that's what I'm clear about. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm living the life that I want to have. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody going to tell me what I can and cannot have. Absolutely. And if I want it, I'm going to get it. So that's what I'm clear about. <laughs> There it is. There it is. This was awesome. Thank you so much for, you know, coming on the show and just being great. Thank you so much. That was Crystal, amazing. thank you. Thank, thank, thank you for, for the opportunity. And, and, and thank you for all the people who don't comment, who don't leave reviews and uh, who, who don't let you know that, that you're dope. I, I appreciate you. And uh, you're, you're doing you're doing amazing things, black woman. And I'm not going to say I appreciate you because you're a strong black woman, because that's that's an easy one. But, mm. I, but I'll say that you're a vulnerable black woman. I'll say that you're an honest black woman. And I'll say that you're a selfless black woman. Thank you. Just to counter all the all the selfish things that people say, because and, and, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm, 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 I'm yes. on my soapbox. Okay. So so we're, so we're talking about uh, earlier about the selfishness versus selfless. Mm -hmm. I think you even having the presence of mind to even put that out there. Mm -hmm. and, and, and in regards for you saying what other people are saying about you, I, I think just for you to even talk about that, I think that counters you being selfish right mm -hmm. because in in your nature like you talked about with us being compartmentalized and mm -hmm. then with, with with you all um as, as as women and as as the giver of life that i think that with you all being so fluid mm -hmm. and, and I'm, I'm saying i'm saying this to you but i'm, I'm thinking about my wife as i'm saying this uh, <laughs> because she, she she she's she's the one i mean because just seeing how how she moves she uh -huh. makes decisions with me in mind Right. Right. She 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 makes sacrifices with me in mind. Absolutely. She makes she she makes choices 
when she goes out places and I'm nowhere near her, she's like, well, he might want me to bring this back. So let me do that. So I'm saying that, and I'm I'm putting all you wonderful, amazing black women in this bubble of appreciation right now, Mm -hmm. because I think the fact that you all for so long have been so loyal and sometimes to a fault, sometimes to a fault, Mm -hmm. but, but it's the fact of the beauty and the loyalty and the love and just what you all give and how you all just celebrate and how y'all sometimes will love a man when he's at the lowest and he's not even worth being loved. But then at the same time, you'll still bring him up to that level to where now people see him and they're like, how did this man go from being the ugly duckling to the swan? And then you just sit back and you like, yeah, I have my hand all up in that. But they have no idea. So I appreciate you and every other black woman out there who is pouring selflessly, who is pouring till the cup is empty and then they're still making something else happen so they can pour some more. For Mm. all the women who are in these relationships that they thought that he was the one or she was the one and then that person left, I'm glad they left because you deserve to be in a position to where you can pour into somebody to where they will then take their cup and they will pour it back into you. I'm off my soapbox. I'm dropping the mic. I'm done. (laughs) That was awesome. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. That was awesome. We needed it. Women with the black women needed it today. We needed it. We needed it. And whenever this episode comes out, I'm sure we'll need it then. But goodness, (laughs) we needed that. Oh my God. That feels good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. Like I said before, grateful to be here. Praise God for using me. Amen.